Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Oh, I forgot to change that. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Welcome back to Tech Talk Live, your number one resource for things that are technical and also live. And today, we are ready to be inspired. We are ready to be inspired. I am really feeling inspired today. I know you are. And so am I. And to aid our inspiration, we have this, this lovely background behind us of mm -hmm. the sun. Now, is it rising or is it setting? Who can say? Well, I find say? that sunrises are much, uh, I find them more inspiring than mm. sunset. Sunset has a little finality to it, right? This is true. This or is maybe true. is it inspiring because a new day Will, you know a new day will come, mm. and with the new day comes new stuff. <laughs> well, actually, I Ooh, mean, with, with a new day, it's uh, SSDD is the common. Phrase. That's true. So, you know, is it really new stuff, or is it the same stuff? That's true. Is the stuff better? Is it worse, or is it equal? Well, I think it's in the eye, eye of the beholder. Very it's true. a half, half empty, half full kind of guy. It is. And with that I being said, Corey, yes. If people would like to put into the comments their own perspectives on whether the sunrise or sure. sunset is better, <laughs> sure. we would uh, love to yeah. read them out or here any, today. Or any, any comments you'd like to add yes. um, to this very philosophical <laughs> deep discussion. Yeah, we should just change to a philosophy. Uh, I can't even say the yeah. word, so we probably shouldn't do it, really. But we should, no. we should just change to a philosophy show. Yeah, uh, or anybody? choose a topic we can um, yeah, pronounce one of the two. <laughs> any, anybody been uh, anybody been meeting, meeting any Kant recently? Any any Descartes? Nietzsche. Um, no, yes, yeah, Nietzsche. Is, is, yeah. mm, a bit of <laughs> bit of Plato maybe. All right, I <sighs> think we I think we need to go out on. Uh, <sighs> let's uh, let's on... restart the show, shall we? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us today. Sorry morning, about morning. that very random discussion at the top here. But uh, we do. the reason that we're feeling inspired today is because we are talking about the Iris Vision Inspire. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> oh. Paul told me every time I said the word Inspire, he was going to press the button. But he I'm pretty sure Iris Vision won't appreciate this. But yes, we are going to we're going to count how many times. It, I think we've even before we announced the pro, uh, the product, we mm -hmm. said Inspire about 50 times already. So yes, we were feeling very inspired. And we have some people <laughs> in the chat here uh, saying good morning and hello. So good morning and hello to everybody. Hope uh, everybody is feeling good today. Corey, we already have what I assume is a joke in the chat here. Yeah, without even prompting uh, uh, in the, there. We have the best listeners. We certainly do. So, um, and okay. we have a good joke today, too. So. Yeah. Okay, well, this is perfect. So, Alicia yeah. asks, I'm going, all right, let's do it. How do, I assume this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> how do you make seven even? How do you make seven even? I mean, you could take one off of it. Um, eight? I'm just saying. I know the old, uh, why, is, why is seven afraid of eight? Or seven, eight, nine? I have no idea what that means. I <laughs> uh, uh, don't oh, no, know why, why. Yeah. Anyways, um, Alicia, we still haven't got the answer, yeah, so uh, I, I don't feel know. free to put Please, the answer into the chat there. Don't hold us. Yeah. Don't, you got to make sure you tell us in that. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. What do you got? Uh, well, how do you make seven? How even? do you make seven even? Take one avoid. Well, give, you're almost right. Like, give give one to it. You're almost right. Remove the S. Oh, there you 
<laughs> I get it. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Alicia. I would have given you. The, I would have given you this one instead. But you know, I'm not in charge. <laughs> All right. Uh, excellent joke. I actually do have a, uh, yeah, a do joke have a or two one. here as well. But uh, as usual, everybody, I know some of you have already been doing this, and probably everybody knows. But please feel free to type in the chat as we go ahead. Here, we do enjoy jokes. We do enjoy people's philosophical discussions about sunrise and sunset. <laughs> we do enjoy questions about the things that we are demonstrating. And as I said today, we are demonstrating the Iris Vision. Inspire, and uh, this device is a wearable device for people with low vision, designed to enhance their existing vision. Now, we have talked about this on Tech Talk Live before, when we had the honorable, the esteemed Mr. Thomas Persky mm -hmm. join us, uh, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. I used to work with at the Chicago Lighthouse. He now works for Iris Vision. Um, so that was good, and uh, we enjoyed that. But now we actually have our own headset. We thought we'd just uh, kind of take a look at it yeah. again, um, just so we can go into it a bit more detail, maybe. And wearables continue to be a hot uh, topic. So why not, uh, you know, yeah, why not okay. dive into them? And uh, later on this year, we do hope to see another wearable, which people may have become aware of, which is called the Oxsight Onyx, made by my friends in England. I don't know them, but you know they are English, so they're probably my <laughs> friends. Um, and it's a small country. Yeah, it's a small country. Um, so that is a wearable device, which is on the cheaper end of the spectrum, eighteen hundred dollars. And so there is. I feel like people are going to be interested in that one sure. just for the price, and it does have some similarities with the uh, Iris Vision Inspire. But for today, Iris Vision Inspire. So everybody, prepared to be inspired. Um, Corey, I did want to talk to you something about something before we did the joke here. Okay, okay. Okay, this and is, uh, I'm, I'm unaware of this. I'm a little I nervous. Know, yeah, I know. Uh, don't worry, nothing to be scared yeah. of. Got it. Anybody who's in, uh, who's watching and wants to comment in the chat, please feel free as well. But I don't know if anybody will actually know anything about this. Okay. Let me preface what I'm going to talk about here with a question. Okay. Are you familiar with a film called Don't Breathe? I'm not. OK. So this was a, a horror film okay. about a blind gentleman who lived in a house by himself. And some people broke into the house uh, thinking that he would be an easy target. But little did they know he was ex-military and with his finely attuned hearing, and I'm not sure how you feel about that type of representation in films, but right. with his finely attuned hearing, yeah. he was able to uh, stop the, um, the, the criminals from yeah. carrying out their nefarious scheme. Now, it also turned out that he himself also had some nefarious schemes going on as well, which I won't go into here because okay. I don't want to ruin the plot. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was an interesting movie when I saw it a few years ago. Uh, interesting representation of people who are blind in film. Okay. Now, last night, I happened to be browsing the Roku uh, that I proudly own. Okay. And uh, I was looking through recent movies, and I came I, across a movie called See For Me. Have you uh, heard of this not, movie at all? No, I'm, okay. I'll, I'll tell you that the title does not give me <laughs> does not give me hope. Okay, I wanted to make people. But aware. I don't want to judge. Yeah, I wanted to make people aware of this movie. Now, see for me. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind, I don't know if this was a major release or I have no idea I'm what gonna, the quality. I'm going to go down a limb is. and say no. It may it may not but, be. However, it was showing a 70 something percent Rotten Tomato score and a uh, a similar audience score. So maybe it is okay. Uh, okay. Is it the number four? See for me. No, no, okay. it's actually, yeah, they're, they're not going that tacky. They're spelling okay. out the full words. Okay, yeah. um, but uh, anyway, this movie, I was intrigued by the plot. Okay, the mm -hmm. plot was very similar to Don't Breathe. Okay, okay so the idea was uh, there was a person alone in a house 
this person has a visual impairment. And I'm yeah. not sure if they are fully blind or if they are low vision. It was unclear, but they have a visual impairment. Okay. And um, some burglars break into the house for some reason and try and steal things. So in this case, the main character is a lady with a visual impairment. From what I could see in the trailer, I don't know if she, if she is actually visually impaired, but she seems to be doing a decent job from the trailer of portraying that. Okay. And um, uh, yeah, so she goes and kind of looks after a house she somehow gets this job to look after this house okay. and while she's there some it's people broken. break in and want to steal something now the reason mm -hmm. I found this one particularly interesting Corey yeah. is because the crux of the film was uh, revolved around this one particular plot point in order for her to be able to outwit the criminals, she had to use a service which was offered on her cell phone. Oh, Can you imagine what type of service well, this it's was? It's so funny you say that because as you were talking, I was saying, you know what, Ira or Be My Eyes should, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. should do a commercial like this. Exactly. It, so it sounds like that's exactly, that's exactly what it was. So the service that she was using, which was called See For Me, oh, was uh, a blatant Ira oh, yeah. slash uh, yeah. Be My Eyes ripoff. Yeah. I almost, this, uh, <laughs> I mean, so it almost, it almost reminds it's like it's like a bunch of people watched Home Alone when yeah. they were a kid and they're like yeah. how do we make this for adults <laughs> uh, I, I get it let's have uh, somebody who's blind in a house I mean I mean I thought it was interesting I, I mean yeah the plot is very similar to this older film sure uh, but it's interesting seeing people with vision impairments portrayed in film yeah. and, and, and in a manner where they're not victims. No, I know? like that so, part and I yeah. like and I have no problem with like the idea and the plot and, and I shouldn't judge because I haven't si seen either of them. Right. But from past experience, I'm guessing that the depiction mm -hmm. of the person with a visual impairment probably wasn't super accurate in on either end. Like I'm guessing could be true. Typically it's either super helpless on one side of the spectrum mm -hmm. or you know, ex-military who can yeah. hear someone breathe and, you know, shoot a hundred yards and, that and was hit very somebody. Yeah. That was very yeah. much what was happening in Don't Breathe. Now, this one does seem to be a, li a little more realistic. She sure. seems to be just like a regular person and okay. she's, she's trying to get some assistance to help her with the situation. However, it seems, according to the plot synopsis, that the person who she's talking to through the sighted assistant yeah. app is ex-military of some sort, of uh, course. Of so... Course. Okay, let's we can move on. But side side note, we, we don't call the police. We call we call C for me. Apparently, the police were called in some and capacity. Said, oh, I'm sorry. Please call C for me <laughs> yeah. if you need help. Don't call us. Listen, call you gotta you have to watch the movie. Okay. I do not want to misrepresent the plot here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if anybody to. has any uh, interesting movies with uh, blind or low vision representation in them, please feel free to put them in the chat. Or even better, if anybody has seen C for me, which I'm suspecting they probably haven't, <laughs> or if anybody worked on the movie C for me. Please feel free. To I put think it in the, the uh, Apple TV Plus, the show C is 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 a good uh, depiction. Okay, I don't, that's about I, I'm not aware uh, of that one. That, that one's really good. Yeah, it's about a group of people. Uh, I don't, I can't remember at what time period, but they're all blind. I okay. think basically, and that yeah. one's supposed to be quite good. There was that Bird Box movie as well. Yeah. 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 So there's been Blindness, some. Blindness, uh, I think, was another one. Yeah. So there's Anyways. been some stuff out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, if anybody uh, has Be My Eyes or Ira and would feel comfortable uh, <laughs> using it in a home invasion, or indeed has used it in a home invasion, then please feel free yeah, to put that I'm in the chat. We would love Ira, to hear your story. I'm guessing Ira doesn't. Um, this train for that? But no, well, you never know. You uh, never know. I mean, crazier things have happened. Exactly. So. Yeah, we should uh, we should reach out to them and ask them if it's actually ever happened and have them on the show. That <laughs> Did I ever tell you a quick side that one time we played a prank on Ira? Go on. Where I was sitting, I said I was going to do this and then I ended up doing it, but I, 
was sitting in the driver's seat of a car <laughs> and connected to Ira and said, can you help me uh, drive down the street? Uh, just as a joke. They said, of course, Mr. Ballard. <laughs> yes, exactly. Take hold of the steering wheel. Yeah. Press the accelerator gently. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, quickly then, sorry about the side note, uh, the uh, kind of side note there, everybody, but I just had to uh, talk about that because I was intrigued by the whole thing. Uh, but let us tell our jokes of the day. Drum roll, please, for the joke of the day. Thank you very much. That was close enough. Yeah. Uh, joke of the day, everybody, please tell me why do gorillas have big nostrils? Why do, why gorillas, do gorillas have, have big, big nostrils? It is a question which has been puzzling philosophers throughout the yeah. ages. Finally, scientists do have an answer. They do. Does anybody uh, just know what the answer came is? Came in last night. It did. Came through uh, through on the, the hot mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, before we do that, Douglas says, my house is protected by Smith & Wesson. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to knock on your door, Douglas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I'll cancel my home invasion plans then. For, uh, the answer, why do gorillas have big nostrils? Because they have big fingers. <laughs> we thought it was an all right joke. Uh, well, like we'll it. leave it up to you to decide. Oh, wrong oh, one. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. You get both. It's actually a, a mix of both. <laughs> all right, everybody. So uh, let's talk about Iris Vision Inspire. Um, so the Inspire is the latest wearable device from Iris Vision. I'm going to say this Iris, I R I S. Mm -hmm. It's not Irish Vision. Although some people believe it is, but no, it's not Irish Vision. It is Iris Vision. And uh, they are based out of California, so a homegrown company, I'm yeah. very glad to say. Um, but yes, they've been making wearable devices for, ooh, I want to say six years? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, it's been Less a while. Less than 10, for sure. Less than 10, yeah, but uh, around, I'm going to say around who knows, six. I suppose, what their R&D before their very first true. launch was. Very true, very true. And I do remember when they first launched with the Iris Vision, uh, which is now called the Iris Vision Live. That is their uh, VR-style wearable device, which mm -hmm. probably people are familiar with. Uh, it's kind of large and, and bulky, but it was very successful, more successful, I think, than previous wearable devices like uh, the Elvis and the original Geordie and things yeah. like that. Probably more successful than those, just on the basis that you got a very wide field of view, yeah. uh, thanks to the way that it was designed. So you had the VR headset with the magnification lenses on the inside, and then you were looking at the phone screen, which was in the front. And uh, very nice wide field of view um, and good quality uh, kind of, well, you know, a fairly good image. Yeah. None, none of these yeah. are amazing, but a fairly good image. And uh, also one of the benefits of that device was um, that I found was uh, increasing uh, the ability for individuals to perceive colors. So if you'd found that your vision loss had meant that colors became very muted, um, the iris vision did tend to help with that as well. So um, that was cool. And when it first came out, <coughs> I had a few features. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the feature set was, but we obviously had magnification. I think at the time, maybe it went to 10 or 12 times originally. Um, we had inverted color modes, and uh, there may have been some other things like a um, kind of bioptic viewing mode or a line magnification yeah, mode. Yeah, I think they like had that. a few of those different. And they, were, yeah. they did the bubble. Oh, that's how, yeah, right? of course, I forgot about and the bubble. Yeah. Kind of that, that was actually yeah, their, their uh, kind of main uh, innovation at the time was this bubble idea um, where you can uh, kind of zoom. You, 
there's a circular area on the screen. You can increase or decrease the size of it. Things inside that circular area are magnified. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is that you can have this bubble whereby, for example, say you're talking to somebody, you can put their face inside the bubble, magnify their face. Uh, but outside of the bubble, things are the regular size. And uh, therefore, um, you know, you get uh, the, kind of the full field of view mm -hmm. um, of the room and stuff like that. So um, the reason I've forgotten about that is because I'm not sure that they're really pushing it so much anymore. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you if that's yeah. a, a feature they have stuck with. Or yeah, not really. they do still have it on the iOS Vision Live, which is the name of the VR style device mm -hmm. now. Um, but uh, they, they tend not to push it uh, so much anymore from, sure. from what I've gathered. But uh, anyway, that device uh, developed into really quite a capable uh, system. Um, so still based around the same VR headset uh, design. Um, the phone in the front, of course, uh, changed as time went on. So you got better resolution cameras and better resolution screen. And also, they added a bunch of features. Um, it was a bit of a mess, in my opinion, the way that they did that, because originally, they said everybody with this device um, is going to get those free upgrades. But then as time went on, they realized that wasn't feasible because as they introduced new phones, yeah. now they were developing software for those phones, sure. exactly. And they had different capabilities than the older phones. And if I remember, the upgrade process was a little <coughs> rough too, right? You had a they had to do it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think, think that was actually yeah, you had to I call think you them. Are correct. That is correct, actually. Yeah, so you set it up. That's they exactly it. Yeah. They would remotely access the phone mm -hmm. and do the upgrades. But so. I get it. You know, you're a new company. You're figuring things out. Yeah. I like one of the things I really liked about Iris Vision Live as well was, the, you know, be, being off the shelf, both the phone and the headset. Mm -hmm. They were able to more quickly introduce features and, sure. and push out updates that, mm -hmm. that, that were a little easier to, to roll out than that on dedicated hardware that you know has some limitations That's and, exactly or right. you've invested so much money. Uh, although, which is what kind of the which is what the is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it, but we'll talk about it. But I think being coupled to a phone, you. you there's pluses and minus, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a little different. But. Yeah, so they were quite fast in their development of, of different apps, and um, they were able to kind of push out new versions, quote unquote new versions. It was really the same device, but with an upgraded phone. Mm -hmm. uh, but all of that stuff was definitely facilitated by the fact they were using off the shelf technology. I guess the downside to doing that is uh, if you're using off the shelf technology, which may be to buy the phone and the headset, you're looking at $800, but now you're charging $3,000 because obviously you've developed the software, yeah. and the size of the market that you're creating. The device for pushes up the price. So, you know, that's the downside with that. It becomes a bit more of a, a difficult uh, yeah. kind of cost proposition. Um, so retail for that device is 3000 um, And uh, yeah, they, I, as far as I know, they seem to have shifted a lot of units. It has been popular. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So um, good device. But uh, Iris Vision reached a point where they decided to develop their own headset. And I think part of the reason for this is that um, these companies are really trying to get to that uh, that special place where you have something just like a pair of glasses, yeah. but it has all of these functions. Um, also, this might be obvious, but these devices are for people with low vision. We're generally looking in the range of 2200 to 2800 um, in terms of kind of effective um, yeah, effective. Uh, degree of vision loss where you can actually get some benefit from these devices. What about um, like field of field of view? Does that make a difference? Somebody with a super restricted field of view, yeah. central vision loss, is you know, there any other? I don't like to make any blanket statements yeah, about absolutely. that. Like in my experience, um, people with central vision loss are probably the main uh, targets for this type of device. Okay. Um, so if you have central vision loss and you're in the range of 2200 to 2800, you might find that a device like this is beneficial. and. Uh, 
uh, we'll talk about some of the some of the um, kind of plus points of wearable mm -hmm. devices in a second. But uh, people with um, other types of vision loss. So let's say that you're worse than twenty eight hundred. Um, you might still find some benefit depending on what your expectations are, what your sure. goals are. Sure. Um, if you have peripheral vision loss, um, there are, is actually in um, both of the devices, the Iris Vision Live and the Inspire, there is a RP mode, retinitis pigmentosa mode, and you're able to shrink down the image so that the idea is that you still have the full field of view, but it's shrunk down into a smaller area mm. that fits inside your central area of vision. And so, um, you know, um, it, potentially it, it could be useful for you. I haven't had as much success with that uh, population, uh, but that's just my experience. So as with all of this stuff, you know, try it for yourself. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. And, and see how you get on. Um, somebody asked here, Joe Lisa asks, uh, can you add into the chat where we can buy it? Uh, well, of course, I'm going to add our own uh, store here, because why would I not? <laughs> um, so we'll go to Vision. Uh, dash forward dot org forward slash forward slash forward slash store and uh, so you can you can get it from us but you can also buy it online from you know wherever you would like to and we do have a return period here of 30 days on the um on the high-tech electronic mm -hmm. items and so you know if you're not able to come in for a demo that does give you the opportunity to return a device for a full refund if uh, it doesn't work for you um but uh, yeah i mean definitely if possible get a demo first because with these wearable devices uh, there's a lot of potential, but they don't necessarily always meet the potential. Um, so, you know, because they can focus at any distance, potentially you could use a wearable device for any distance task, any uh, mid-range task, and any close-up task. So we're talking reading, watching TV, seeing people's faces, going to a museum, a sports game, a concert, a play, writing. You know, the, the possibilities are endless, but in reality, you're probably going to find that um, a device like this works well for some tasks and not as well for others. Um, and so that's why you kind of need to try yeah, it. Yeah, I think know. that realistic expectation, they're not magic glasses. Right. Uh, like you said, there is there is a chance that you will find some benefit mm -hmm. to one or more of those tasks, but they are not put them on and you know everything everything you just everything listed is, is great. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely try to try them. Try to try. And uh, Joe Lisa says, how can we get a demo? Uh, well, that would be by getting in touch with us. Um, if you're, we're in Milwaukee, obviously, so if you're able to get to our facility um, in Milwaukee, then you can get in touch with us, and, uh, and I would be happy to do a demonstration for mm -hmm. you. If you're not in Milwaukee, I mean, we can still do virtual demonstrations, but that's not really. I just pulled my microphone off, apologies. <laughs> that's not exactly the same thing. Um, so you could contact the manufacturer, and uh, they would hopefully then have a representative in your area and be able to give you a, Refer, a demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead. We'll put our contact information in the chat here, uh, which is in focus at vision-forward.org. Um, so you can send us an email um, if you want to follow up on that stuff. Um, <clears throat> OK. I was talking about tasks, and inevitably, I should have uh, I should have known this was going to happen. But uh, Michael asks, "How about driving?" Unfortunately, no; these are not legal for driving, and there's a good reason for that. When you're looking into the lenses, um, let's uh, let's imagine that you're magnified in order to see things. If you're fully immersed in the headset, looking into these lenses, and everything is magnified, then everything will appear closer than it actually is. You know, so yeah. uh, whenever you try to take a corner or you know change lanes or whatever, you're basically asking for <laughs> for big. Problems there. Not only are they not for driving, but a lot of them 
you shouldn't be walking with them exactly. on either. Yeah. You can walk with them on if you are looking underneath, underneath the lenses, the, the lenses yeah. but you shouldn't walk with them while looking through for the same exact reason. Yeah. Stairs, you know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, for those who aren't aware, though, there, are, there is a legal driving aid um, for people with low vision. It's called a bioptic telescope. And uh, that telescope would be mounted above your line of vision. So if you needed to spot a sign or something like that, you would look up into the telescope. Uh, but then most of the time, it would be above your line of vision. So you'd still be driving with your you know, regular field of vision. But the uh, restrictions in terms of uh, exactly um, who can use one of those, you know, they're, they're fairly uh, strict. So you would need to find and out. I think each state's different, right? Yeah, each state is different, yeah. So you would need to find out specifically in your states whether you would be um, you know, able to apply to, to try something like that or not. All right, so with that uh, large preamble out the way, we'll take a look at the Inspire. So uh, as I had begun saying, this is a device which was built from the ground up um, to be a little bit more sleek, you know, a bit more like a regular pair of uh, glasses, but with those low vision functions. So I'm just going to lean over here and grab the device. And we will take a look at it. Here we go. I'm going to switch cameras, I think. So give me a second here. Switch over to the webcam. All right. And uh, here is our Iris Vision Inspire device. And so um, this is the, the front. And it does. it's shaped more like a pair of um, sunglasses, which is nice. We can see the camera is in the bridge here. And there is a light sensor over to the side. If I flip it over, this would be the inside. I'll actually turn it so it's the right way up. Um, this would be the, the inside here. We have the two lenses, obviously, and there is this rubber insert as well, which we'll talk about in just a second. Underneath the lenses, we find uh, a few different things. There are some dials here, which they're kind of hard to see exactly where they are, but you can feel them. And these dials, um, they will adjust the, um, the focusing of the lenses. And so you can correct with these on for up to eight diopters. Now, I'm still not 100% clear whether that's eight diopters in either direction, i.e. eight diopters uh, long-sighted or short-sighted. Uh, so I'm not 100% about that. I just know they have uh, eight diopters. And uh, they do not correct for astigmatism. So if you're an individual like myself who wears glasses and has a high degree of astigmatism, um, you might want to wear the Inspire over the top of your glasses instead. Um, in addition, on the underside here, we have four buttons. Again, they're not very easy to see on camera, uh, but they do, uh, they, uh, they are tactile, so they have bumps on them. Um, so on the, uh, while you're wearing the device, the button to the left would be a bump, uh, have one bump. The next button would have two bumps. The next button would have three bumps. And the next button would have four. four. Wow, oh. you are so smart. <laughs> so, yeah, so smart. Um, <laughs> so um, that's how you can you know, control the device. Now, you actually don't need to control it like this. And we will talk about control methods. But uh, this is the way that I prefer to control it. We also have a nose. Uh, uh, nose, I'm going to say nose shield. I'm not sure that's exactly guard, what I want to say. Nose there, guard, so, nose. nose guard. We have a nose. It's not exactly thingy. nose pads. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it, it keeps it comfortable on your nose. And at the back here, we have the option to have on a head strap. Um, now, I will say, as soon as I got my Iris Vision Inspire, um, obviously, I wanted to try it out. Being a glasses wearer with high astigmatism, as I said, um, and this works better if I wear it over my glasses. So I put it over my glasses, but because my glasses are in the way, it didn't stay on my head as well as I wanted to. So I got the uh, the head strap out and immediately broke it. No. Oh. Immediately. <laughs> um, so it seems that the the plastic um, kind of nodules uh, that you clip into the headset are just glued on to the head strap. Okay. 
And so with the, as soon as I tried to put it on, one of those came off. Now, they sent me a replacement head strap, and I haven't had any problems with this one. Um, but uh, I just wanted to kind of point Maybe that out. Maybe we just had a... It might have just been yeah. a, a bad one, yeah. And I do recommend using that head strap. I had it on a little bit ago, and, and it was definitely lighter than, than most other wearables, but I could feel... I was not. I did not have the head strap on, and I could start to feel the weight on a the nose, bit yeah. on the nose, and yeah. the ears a little. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now the reason, uh, as Corey points out, this is a lighter headset, and unfortunately, I don't have those uh, hard uh, facts here. But um, uh, so I'm not sure exactly the weight, but it definitely is a lighter headset than mm -hmm. the Iris Vision uh, Live. And the reason for that is, with the Iris Vision Live, you literally have the um, the VR headset on with the with the smartphone in the front. Obviously, if you're ha wearing a smartphone on your head. Um, it's going to introduce some weight, you know, and so that device is on the heavier side. Now, I will say it's actually super comfortable still, um, just because of the it's way it's really designed. It's got really good padding and yeah, stuff, Yeah, excellent too. padding yeah. and good straps and everything. Uh, but what they did with this uh, headset is they, in the headset itself, is just the camera and the screens, and the processing is actually done uh, on a smartphone instead. So what that means is we do have a wire going from the headset to the smartphone, and um, some people may like that. Some people may not like that. So you're going to have to, anytime you want to use this device, you're going to have to have the smartphone with you, either in your pocket or hung around your neck. And they do include a handy um, kind of neck strap here that you can put around the phone so you're able to hang the phone around your neck. Um, Corey, how do you feel about uh, being tethered like that? Well, it reminds me, you know, obviously I don't have enough vision to use these devices, but it does remind me of the Ira. Uh, glasses when they first came out. So when Ira first came out, they were using the Google Glass, and it was a wireless connection to uh, their to a to a cell phone, mm -hmm. and there was benefits to that. There there was some you know having wireless no no wires was great, but there was absolutely some negatives to it. Battery life on the glasses weren't mm -hmm. very good. Connectivity was an issue. Mm -hmm. Data uh, quality was was not great. Um, so, you know, and then they released their Horizon kits and yep. they went um, they went wired attached. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you if you look at this device to go wirelessly just isn't going to happen because it's pushing video. And yes, the video is the screens aren't very big, but it is pushing video data and to do that wirelessly and have, you know, little to no latency, good quality image, mm -hmm. you just can't do that wirelessly. So you're either going to have to have the, the phone mounted like the virtual headset where it's mounted right in and has the connection or what they've done with the Inspire having, you know, the wired connection. That's really the only, in my opinion today, that's really the... the, the the only way you can get the, the good results that you're getting. And it will be interesting, you know. I think, once we've got the Onyx to compare the two, because the Onyx uh, is not tethered to anything. No. Um, so everything is happening in the headset. Um, so I think it will be interesting but is to the, compare the but two is the is it is it glasses with a separate phone headset? No. Or is it all... So yeah, it's all, all in the headset. Yeah, so it's yeah. at least so it is still hard. I mean, yes, it's yes, you it know, is, hardwired yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it will okay. be interesting to see with the Onyx. Did they manage to like how heavy is the headset? Yeah. How large yeah. is the headset? Well, you what know, was um, like, the, like the Vision Buddy and then and uh, also the uh, Ace? They they do a similar thing, right? But the brains of it are on your neck. Uh, right. So the Vision Buddy, the battery is on the neck, but the brains are in the headset. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. okay, got um, it. and that one works uh, works great. 
um, and then the uh, the Zumax headset, so the Ace Sight, that one actually has a uh, separate panel, uh, like controller. Okay. And I have a feeling that image processing might be taking place in there with that sure. particular. Sure. Got it. Got it. All right. So uh, whether, so yes, you can decide whether or not tethered is a big deal to you. Yeah. Um, but definitely means that the headset can be lighter. Um, so I, I do find this headset pretty comfortable to wear. Now, as I had said before, there is a removable rubber insert here. Uh, let me get into view. And so this whole rubber insert can be taken out very easily. The reason you would want to do that is because uh, when you take out the rubber insert, you're not immersed in the headset any longer. You can see out uh, underneath the headset, which means that, that uh, you may be able to walk while wearing this device, which you cannot do with the Iris Vision Live because you're always immersed fully yeah. into that headset. Pulling it down or up or whatever. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, potentially you can walk with this. And I do actually really like this rubber insert because when it's in, you are fully immersed in the headset there, just like you would be with one of the virtual reality style headsets, which people like. Um, but you can just easily pop it out, and then it gives you a bit more mobility. What is it? So when it's in and you're immersed like that, yep. what is the benefit? Is the picture quality better? Is it um, less distracting because you're not getting your natural vision uh, below it? You know, what is like? Why would you? Why would you want the rubber in? I think exactly the reasons you just said. Number one, uh, if you're blocking any light in the room, mm -hmm. then the screens are probably going to appear you know, sharper. Brighter. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. You won't have it. any glare or anything like that. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, number two, I think the distractions thing also may play a part as well. Sure. If you've got no other visual distractions because you're fully immersed in there, then you, yeah, you, maybe you'll focus a little more. OK, uh, yeah. got it. So I think those are probably the main reasons, as you, as you had said there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of unique, I think, in that regard. eSight, um, which uh, people may be aware of, you can walk around with that device as well. And they have said that they would be coming out with rubber inserts, but that was like years ago. And they, sure. they never came out with anything, as far as I know. So with that device, it is a uh, fully open device, and you can wear it while you're walking around and everything. Um, but you don't have this ability to kind of immerse yourself in there you know, by blocking out any external light or anything like that. So I think uh, Iris Vision have been smart with this design, yeah. for sure. And again, when you say with eSight walking around, again, it's not looking through. You're not looking at the lenses as right. you walk around. You're looking underneath. Or typically, you're going to tilt it up and look yeah. under. So you're still using your natural vision to, to move around your environment. Exactly. Uh, let me just show you one weird thing about the design here quickly. Um, you can um, take out, uh, so you can leave in the rubber insert. But if you leave it in and try to fold the arms, they don't fold. So if you want to fold the arms, you have to take out the rubber insert. And now the arms fold. Kind of yeah, they're hinged in an odd place. I would, yeah. have, I would have hinged them further up um, personally. But, uh, yeah, that was one of those. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, anyway, who knows what goes on behind the scenes with that these things. That's very true. Uh, a couple of things in the chat here. Jolisa, um, does it only work with iPhone, or does it also work with Android? Jolisa, this, this comes question, with the phone. Actually. This mm -hmm. comes with the phone. I should have made that more clear. Um, it is an Android phone. It comes with the phone, so you don't need to use your own phone. Uh, here's a weird little thing for everybody. Yeah. This is the oddest thing that any company has ever done, okay. in, my, in my estimation. Yeah. Not only does the device include the phone, but it also includes data, phone calls, and text messaging. Okay. So for two years, Iris Vision pay for your phone plan, and you can use the phone as a regular phone, okay. as well as use it for your, uh, your device. So follow-up question. Yes. And I'm going to refer back to the Horizon from Ira because it's that's my similarity. Sure, sure. That one was like a, it was a, a, an Android phone, mm -hmm. but it was locked down. You 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 
more or less didn't really interact with the touchscreen at all. Sure. Is this device fully, because you can make calls and stuff, you can just yeah. like go out of the Iris Vision app, tap the phone app, messages. I mean, you can use it as a traditional phone? Precisely. But here's the thing. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Okay. You don't have to interact with the phone at all to use the device. When you turn on the phone, well, I guess you'd have to interact with it to turn it on. Sure, I'm sure. just uh, prove myself a liar. <laughs> you have to turn on the phone. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, but when you turn on the phone, uh, it will automatically um, kind of load up the app. If you put the glasses on, everything will just be there. Okay. Okay. So you don't need to use the phone at all. But if you want to, you can use it as a regular phone. It's not locked down. Okay. You can use it as a regular smartphone. Ooh, I would think from a support. Technical well, support, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'll man. let them worry about uh, that. Yeah, I was gonna, that <laughs> seems like it'd be a rough. Uh, I would also say, think too, remember battery life. The more you use it as mm -hmm. a phone, yeah. you are taking away battery life from the main purpose that you. you That's bought. right. Yeah, because the headset is powered over the phone. Yeah. It doesn't have its own internal battery. I mean, I, for me personally, I'd have a separate. Phone and this is the thing. Use, this is the thing that's weird about it. I kind of like this idea. Yeah. But also, most people have their own phone anyway. I guess yeah. you could just cancel your phone plan for two years, you know, and yeah. just use that's this phone. But then, do you know how to use an Android phone? You know. And I think I've talked with Iris Vision about about this, and their idea is twofold. Number one, integrate phone capabilities with the headset. Sure. At the moment. From what I understand, if somebody calls, you see the call in the headset. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but you can't answer it in the headset, I don't think, at the moment. So okay. you see who's calling, and then you have to get the phone to answer. OK. okay. So, But further integration in that side of things, I think, is coming. But also, they are intending, from what I gather, if you buy the product, then you can choose, I want a blindness setup, I want a low vision setup. It will come with certain features turned sure. on and certain apps sure. available. The way. My other question, too, would be um, Android out, out, uh, accessibility outside of the app. Are you, if you turn on Android's accessibility yes. or an, uh, magnification or talkback, mm -hmm. does that then Interfere affect? With yeah, you know, if you go into Iris Vision, then if it's be if the screen's being magnified, yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm say I'm, I wish I'd tried it. I feel well, bad now, but, no, but I'm I mean, gonna say I'm gonna say no because it seems like that's what they're going for. Sure, but maybe at the moment it does, and it'll be fixed. We'll I, have to I don't test know. it sometime. We'll have just to test it. Sometime. We can let people know. We'll just do another Iris Vision Inspire show next time. <laughs> uh, no, we won't. Uh, let's uh, just answer some questions in the chat here. Um, da -da -da, Joe Lisa, can you use this to read a document from a paper? So theoretically. Yes, you can use this device to read. However, with wearables in general, and I've said this before on the show, mm -hmm. they can be tricky to read with because um, you're holding the paper close and you're magnifying it. And the target that you're looking at is quite small. You're trying to look at, obviously, words and, and more importantly, lines, you know, uh, sentences mm -hmm. on a sheet of paper. It's quite a small target. If you need to magnify quite high, now you have to try and keep that small target centered uh, in the middle of your vision while this movement's going on from your natural head movements, which are magnified because you're zoomed in. Mm -hmm. um, so some people take to it like uh, fish to water, no problem. They'll be reading with it. 
other people, it's a lot more of a struggle. And sure. uh, that is going to be dependent somewhat on your level of vision. But also, I, that doesn't seem to be the only factor from my own experience. Some people are just better at doing that than sure. other people. So. Sure. so yes, theoretically, but it might not be the best device for reading. Um, Jolie, so what happens after the two years are up? I don't know the answer to that question. And I don't think Iris Vision do either at the moment. Um, this is a very new device. So I think some things are still uh, you know, being figured out mm -hmm. on, on that end. Um, Douglas, uh, will the furnished pouch, pouch for a smartphone accommodate an Apple Plus? Oh, are you talking about? OK, if you're talking about the, uh, the strap that hangs the phone around your neck, Yes, I believe it would, but I haven't tried it. <laughs> well, although I don't, I think maybe may I wonder if that question came in prior to knowing that the that phone it, comes that with, the phone it. Comes with it, and you don't okay. have a choice. It okay. has to be the Android. That comes so in. you've got to, yeah. if you want to use the device, you've got to use the Android phone. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, so let's uh, just take a quick look here. I wanted to compare the size of the Inspire with the uh, size of the Live. Um, so here we have the two side by side. Wow, uh, looking at it in the camera, it seems, <laughs> it it seems pretty incredible. So I'm holding these two side by side. They are both pushed up against the surface of the desk. And the Inspire is, I'm going to say, a third the size of the uh, Iris Vision Live. Uh, now, I'm not going to say it's a third the weight, because I don't think it is a third of the weight. Sure. Um, but it is a, the third is, of the size. It is a significant difference in size. It's very it? significant, yeah. So if you want something that looks a little better, um, then the Inspire you know, is probably the way to go. That being said, this is the, 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 the weird thing that I find myself uh, thinking about with these. Because even though the Inspire is significantly smaller than the Iris Vision Live, um, it's still noticeably not a pair of sunglasses. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. at what point does it exactly? At what point does it not matter? Like, exactly. At exactly. what point when you when it, they're they're both too big? Yeah. And at what point when when the scale tips to too big does it matter? How, how too big? big. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. if you're wearing the Inspire, maybe you should might as well just be wearing the Live at that point because they're both you know fairly chunky. Um, so I don't know, but that's for each individual to yeah. decide for yeah. themselves. For I, sure. I think you're right. It does. Yeah. I wanted to uh, also just compare it to the eSight, which I have down here. Uh, and what's eSight at four now? Number four. Yeah, eSight number four. Um, I can't really hold this one in exactly the same way. Um, but uh, if I let's try it like this, okay. So uh, the eSight here, um, the actual visor part is very comparable in size to the Iris Vision Inspire. Um, but with the eSight, we have this whole halo band which is um, around our head, and we also have these kind of side bits uh, which are on either side of the visor parts, which contain uh, some of the. Um, processing uh, capabilities and so on and so forth. So um, very different designs. The actual visor itself um, on the eSight is about the same size as the Inspire, but the overall size of the Inspire device is smaller. So maybe it's the smallest one on the market. I don't know. Maybe it is. I need it to get the Onyx and take a look at that. Be. Yeah, yeah. It may be the smallest one on the market. I suppose it depends once you start including the separate phone. Well, that's a good point. It a little that's a good point. To, 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 to judge. Determine. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's take a look at what we get in the box here. Oh no, I've got wires all. This is one of the problems <laughs> with tethered. I've got wires all over the place. Um, yeah, wireless everything. Yeah. Okay. I like this. This is a uh, the charging uh, dock. Um, they had a wireless charging pad before, which was a circular pad. 
um, which you would rest the device on top of. But that one was always tricky because you had to have the Iris Vision Live centered over the pad properly, otherwise it wouldn't charge. And uh, I know multiple times my clients had issues where they put it on the pad, they didn't realize it wasn't properly centered, yeah. wasn't charging. You could just bump it so easily. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd go to use it and it'd have no power and you'd be annoyed. So this one is much better. Because we only need to charge the phone, this is just a regular wireless phone charger. And so we just drop it. You can feel very clearly exactly where you need to place it. And it stands vertically in this stand here and uh, will wireless let's do, charge. Let's do a blindness test. OK, we're going to do a blindness see, test. We're going to see how easy this is to do. All right, so I've I'm never touched this before. OK, oh, I'm yep. I'm going to mm -hmm. pass mm -hmm. you the phone here. I can already see how it goes. I've got to put the back of the phone up against uh, you know, the. So this is the. Back. Correct. Yep. So it's going to yep. go through that rubber piece. Now you got yep. a wire, so you got to tip it upside down correct, and correct. go like that. There we go. Nailed Yay. it. Yay. <laughs> if Corey can do it, then anyone can, can do it. Yes. I've got big fingers and big nostrils. It's <laughs> like a gorilla. <laughs> All right. So that was a great call back there, Corey. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, very easy to charge. The wireless charging, I think a complete charge from zero power, you might be looking at uh, three hours or something like that. Um, and then we also have a very nice carry case. And what's the, uh, talking about battery charging, what's the use usage? I think it is about, about that four hour mark or something like that. Pretty similar to what most. Yeah, pretty yeah. similar okay. to, to the rest. Um, we do get this very nice Iris Vision Inspire case, which is a hard case, which is uh, nice to see. And uh, there is also a uh, guide here, mm. um, which uh, basically goes through you know how to control um, the device as, as you would expect. It's got good pictures in it. They've actually, I really like Iris Vision's uh, manuals. They really do a decent job. So it's large print. Um, it has good pictures. It has a trouble uh, shooting section and so on and so forth. So definitely, uh, definitely helpful there. Uh, a couple of people here. Michael, when do you expect the Onyx? Michael, I'm going to talk to somebody tomorrow um, who I'm hoping will come on the show to show it to us. I think originally we, should, we were slated for around May, but we might push the date. So. We should give out the email and everyone email Barry and say how bad you want it on Tech Talk Live. <laughs> Let's not do that to Barry, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, Charles asked, what's the battery life? I think we answered that one already, yeah. so yes. OK. Um, let me just say that we answered this live here. Very nice, very nice. OK, good. Um, so let's talk about some of the features of the of uh, the Iris Vision. Now, unfortunately, I can't really demonstrate these uh, because obviously you guys can't see into the headset. So yeah. I'm just going to talk about them uh, myself a little bit. So uh, let me grab the device here. So compared to its big brother, the Iris Vision Live, we are definitely uh, looking at some less less features with this device. And kind of that makes sense because it is a new device here. I'm getting really annoyed by my microphone. It's making a lot of noise. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I can't even find where I put the darn thing. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. Please hold. I muted you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I will now care. I feel like uh, uh, if anyone's ever seen Wayne's World, uh, there's a clip where Wayne. Uh, leaves and Garth is left running the show by himself, <laughs> and he just sitting there staring into the camera. Going, ah, ah, ah. Right, Let's do it. Okay, right. hello everybody. Uh, sorry about that. So, um, and you did a very good job. Thank well, you. Probably, I yes. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, so, features. Yes, we have a, a reduced feature set compared to the Iris Vision Live. At the moment, we are looking at, and hopefully, I remember all these. We have a live magnification mode. Believe mm -hmm. it or not. We have inverted uh, reading modes. We have two of those, high contrast white on black and high contrast uh, black on white. 
We have the retinitis pigmentosa mode for those people with peripheral uh, field restrictions. Mm -hmm. We have a television mode, which is designed to, uh, you know, if you're watching a TV in your house. And we also have a YouTube streaming mode, so we can uh, stream videos from YouTube and uh, watch those uh, right there in the headset. I, I would suspect that one probably drains the battery fairly fast, so sure. uh, we've got to be a little bit careful. So uh, those are our main modes. It's a lot less than the Iris Vision Live, but this being an internet-connected device, um, obviously, any software updates that they introduce which have new features, you will be able to download those. And even though with the Iris Vision Live, I had said before, I didn't really like the way they handled the rollout of those additional features. With this headset, I mean, they have put a lot of time and money into designing mm -hmm. this headset. I very much doubt there's going to be another headset uh, anytime soon. And because of that, I am suspecting that every person who buys this device um, will get those updates for free because there's only going to be one version of the device. Sure. They'll just be developing for that. Version. It, it seems to me the biggest feature that's missing is OCR, optical character recognition. Yeah, and that I mean, outside of that, what else? Well, they had a lot of other modes of the Iris Vision Live, different colors, the reading line, the bioptic sure. mode. But how, I mean. The, the ability to take and save pictures and view sure. them in the gallery. Now, okay. yeah, your question I know is very valid. How many people were using uh, but, those features? But those who use them love them. So Most likely, it's, yeah. It's, it, it's a catch Every time 22. we ask that question, someone always puts in the chat, that was my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> the magnifier so. with the doctor mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. someone always likes them. Someone but, always likes them. But now, a, lot of those, a lot of those are probably very easy to add. OCR would be your toughest, but yeah, some yeah. of the line reading line modes and stuff, I, have, I mean, I don't want to say it's easy, but they're much easier than implementing OCR. I you would, would have thought so. Yeah, so I, I think those modes probably will be added yeah. over time. Not that I want I to speak so. for Iris Vision. Sure. Um, so we I can, will, though. No, fair enough. <laughs> uh, we can control the device using the, um, the buttons, which I had previously uh, pointed out on the underside of the lenses. But we also have a couple of other ways of controlling. There is a remote control here, which we can use. And it just has a few buttons on it, which we can use to zoom in and out. Well, actually, zooming in and out and some of the functions are done with a touchpad here. So we have this circular touchpad. Uh, but generally, control is pretty simple with this. It's Bluetooth, so it does require batteries. Bear that in mind. And uh, the other way to control is using voice controls. These are uh, built into the uh, the device. We can initiate voice controls from the uh, remote control. There's a trigger on the back we can use to initiate voice controls. Or we can use the buttons on the headset to initiate those voice controls and uh, then give a command. So for example, zoom in, you know, zoom out. Uh, we could uh, change uh, brightness. Uh, we could adjust the uh, the viewing mode. Like uh, in, in the television mode, for example, um, we have a number of different uh, settings specifically for that mode which relate to ambient lighting. So the idea is if you're in a bright room, you will need different, different settings in the headset to make the TV look clear versus if you're in a dark room. And so I think they have about five different ambient light settings. And you could switch between those using a voice command. Mm. Or you could go into a settings menu. And that is always accessible for each mode uh, with the, by pressing the second button. And that would put you into the settings menu. You can then navigate through that menu and choose various different options, including, for example, you know, changing the contrast. Uh, in the TV mode, you could change those, those various um, ambient light settings and uh, various things like that. So um, in fact, uh, in the high contrast mode, if you want to switch between 
the two high contrast, high contrast white on black or black on white, then you do have to go into the settings menu to switch between those, or you have to uh, issue a voice command. But there certainly are you know, uh, some good ways to control the device. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I like about this one is that with the remote control, if you do have issues with uh, one hand or the other, um, it doesn't matter, because this control works just as well in the left hand as it does okay. in the right hand. Um, so it makes it uh, yes, easy, more easily usable. I would think the remote would, might be the preference way of doing it because reaching up to the headset yeah. and hitting it's probably going to throw you off. You know, make your head move a bit, make the glasses move a bit. So as if, if you you were talking about reading before and really trying to focus in, um, I would think that there's potential for kind of messing you up a little bit. Yeah, but, but maybe, I, I agree Maybe with not you. so much, I, you know. Yeah, it's going to depend on the individual. Mm -hmm. uh, I would prefer the remote, but uh, yeah, the buttons work perfectly okay. well. Um, the remote does have to sync to the headset via Bluetooth. And so, you know, potentially there could be communication issues sure. and stuff like that. So it is good to know that you can control everything with the buttons on the headset. Can you do as well. it from the phone itself too? When the when the Iris Vision app is up? As far as I'm aware, no. Okay. And that's a great that's actually a great point because eSight do have an app that you can download which uh, allows you to control the device from yeah. the app. And now that's actually wireless. Um, but um, it's it's the same you know okay. idea. Maybe that will be introduced in the future with uh, with this device. We'll have to wait and see. I can see how there's some you know you're doing a touch screen, so now you have size of touch points that become a little bit of an issue and how much do you put on the screen. So I can see why they didn't. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, so uh, uh, Chuck in the chat here asks, is it, does it work in bright sunlight? Um, the answer is yes, question mark. Um, the, if you're going to go outside, if you're going to be still, you're going to stand still, you're going to sit still, then the rubber insert is your best friend, put that in there. It's going to block any ambient light. So you're not going to have a problem no mm -hmm. matter how bright it is. If, however, you want to move around while you're wearing it outside and it's, uh, and it's very bright, you might have some glare issues. I'm going to say might because it does fit pretty close to the face. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the closer it fits to the face, then the less light that you're going to get in there. So I'm going to say, you know, it it probably works pretty well. Is there no um, no concern of the bright sun across the camera, like you know, mm. bright uh, too bright a sun? Yeah. So I mean, I mean you obviously you're looking up. Don't look yeah, up you into don't the, look sun. At the sun. <laughs> no, but no, I mean, it's super bright. Does it wash out? You know, uh, could no. it potentially wash out? No. Ten okay. Tends to adjust pretty well cool. for uh, for bright light. However. On the opposite end of the spectrum, significantly inferior to the Iris Vision Live in low light conditions. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. So I did test that out because um, there are people uh, with you know peripheral vision loss yeah. who do have struggles with um, you know darker uh, environments, and um, the Iris Vision Live was very good in this regard. It really did brighten up uh, if there wasn't a lot of light. It sure. really did brighten up. Um, the, the room and everything. Um, but um, yes, un unfortunately, um, this device does not work as well in the low light conditions at the moment. Anything could change with software updates, but yeah, at the moment, sure. it does not, uh, not work quite as well, unfortunately. So the modes, just quickly, we'll review them here. Live mode, that's going to be a standard meat and potatoes. We're going to be able to zoom in and out in there. 
we have up to 12 times zoom, I believe. Um, and uh, I will say at the higher levels of magnification, the quality of the image is not as good as it is with the iris vision live. Okay. There isn't any lag that I've noticed, so that's nice. Um, but I just notice a lot more pixelation at the higher levels of magnification. The image in general is not as sharp, and the color reproduction is not as vivid. Um, so I don't think uh, optically it's as good as the iris vision live. Definitely something worth bearing in mind. And that's particularly at those higher levels of magnification. So uh, do bear that in mind. Um, that being said, I certainly wouldn't say it's bad or anything like that. Sure. It's usable, but uh, it's not going to be as good for um, as wide a user base, if okay. that makes sense. Okay. Um, then we have the reading modes, pretty straightforward. High contrast white on black and black on white. Again, I don't think the colors are quite as the blacks are as black and the whites are as white as you might get with the Iris Vision Live. Um, but those are certainly usable for, for reading with. Um, we have the television mode. As I said, you can switch between different ambient light um, kind of levels in the headset there. It can be tricky when you're looking at a television with a wearable because the amount of light in the room is really going to vary how good the screen looks. And so whether you're watching in the daytime, at night, whether you have the curtains closed, mm -hmm. all of those things are going to affect how good a, a different screen looks in the headset. And so it's nice that you're able to adjust for those uh, here sure. with, the, with the Inspire. Uh, we also have the uh, the, the YouTube uh, mode, and that one, like I said, for streaming video, I believe that you have to search for the videos using voice controls. Okay. Um, so you would ask it to you know do a particular search for you, and then you can watch uh, watch the videos right there in the headset. So. Covers all the bases, mm -hmm. all the stuff you would want. Oh, mm -hmm. we also have the RP mode, apologies, so you can shrink down the size of the image as well. So covers all the bases. I think there's a lot of potential for this device. I like the design. Um, I like the, the feature set that it's got. It's fairly basic, but it, it uh, covers most things that you would want to start out with. And I think moving forward, there's a lot of potential for this device to, to, to grow and to become very, uh, very you know, uh, useful, just like the Iris Vision Live did. Yeah, I would, I would think, again, being tethered, you know, they could, I bet you the headset is probably built a little more, there's probably more capability of the headset that's not yet being tapped Use. into, could be. Could but be. switching, you know, putting in a new phone could unlock some, you know, some, some capabilities, a little future poofing. Future poofing. Future poofing. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly, I certainly think that's, that's possible. And I know they really did some impressive things just with software updates with sure. the Iris Vision Live, including making improvements to the quality of the image. So we're not just talking about, OK, this headset has this camera, therefore the image is always going to be mm -hmm. this good. Mm -hmm. There's amazing things that you can do with software to manipulate the, the clarity of the image. Um, so I definitely think you know, moving forward, this device is going to really grow and uh, become really good. But we're kind of at that weird point at the moment where you know, it's, like, it's like any new product that yeah. comes to market. If you buy it at this point, you're an early investor, and yeah. you pretty much got to expect to not necessarily have all of the, the good stuff um, until later. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, if you don't need anything at the moment, but you're thinking about maybe in the future, then I think this device will be really good to look at in the future for sure. Um, if you're desperate to get something now, then obviously check it out now. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, an interesting addition to the wearables lineup, and I'm glad to see uh, development is continuing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Erica asks, will I be featuring the Iris Vision during my March 17th show? 
What show am I doing on March 17th? <laughs> Question. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, Who, who's Erica? Well, what's the show? This is Erica from uh, Vision Forward. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure what the show I is. Though. Are you sure it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks like it. Um, Unless somebody else is called Erica Weiss. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, answer? I have no idea. <laughs> What's, yeah, if, could, if you could throw in there what March 17th is, we'd love to know that. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out on something here. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably something that we've already planned and we're <laughs> well capable and ready for it. We, uh, we, just, we just do so much <laughs> that I can't remember what March 17th is. Um, talking of planning, uh, last time I had mentioned that we have a full year's schedule for sure Tech do. Talk Live. And the email blast that I sent out last time, um, it did have a link to the schedule. So hopefully people have had a chance to check out the schedule and see what's coming up. So there's a, a few things there that will be moved around because I'm still in discussions with uh, guests for the show. Um, so you'll see those will have a TBD next to them to be decided. Um, but for the most part, we do have the, uh, the schedule set in stone. So hopefully you've taken a look at that and there's some stuff that you are uh, interested in in there, and uh, we're looking forward to presenting all of those shows coming up. Um, if you haven't seen it and you haven't got it in the email blast, you can vis uh, visit vision-forward.org forward slash tech talk live. That's yeah. tech T-E-C, although I believe you get you redirected sure if you can. do T-E-C-H. Yeah. So um, go ahead and go to uh, that URL, and, um, and you will um, be able to see the schedule oh, there. Also, send us in, in focus at vision-forward.org. Even though we have the schedule out for a year, send us your 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 suggestions. Though yeah, we may sure. we may need to adjust, you know, to 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 serve you, our trusty customers. <laughs> there you go, uh, Erica. Okay, it turns out Erica was just too smart for us oh. because uh, she said, uh, "Are you going to be demonstrating the Iris Vision?" for St. Patrick's Day, because she put Irish, Irish. vision. <laughs> oh, nice. Erica, I hate to say this, but at the top of the show, I did make it very clear this is the Iris vision uh, and not the Irish she's vision. Yeah, so, I guess. Okay. Uh, sadly, I will not be demonstrating on St. Patrick's Day. That's funny. Um, we also have from Jolie. I didn't even know that St. Patrick's was. Yeah, not I mean, that I, Yeah, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> OK, very good. Very good. Uh, Jolie, is there mobile devices to read paper documents? Yes, Jolie, so there are. And I suggest that you email us at the email infocus at vision-forward.org. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if that's really, is that OCR? Or it could be anything. Visual? That's yeah. why I want to uh, yeah. Yeah, get an email so yeah, we can absolutely. discuss Absolutely, help it out. Yeah, help her out. All right, uh, next time we will be talking about devices which are useful for travel. It seems as though things are starting to open Feet, up a little bit here. Cars. Well, those are definitely boats, useful. Yeah, scooters. Buses, yeah. Ponies. Both sure. <laughs> I guess we don't need to do kangaroos. This. I guess we don't need to do the show the show anymore. All right, what, what are we doing in a month? We're done with <laughs> um, yeah, join us in two weeks. We'll be talking about useful devices for travel and with a visual impairment. Obviously, with a visual impairment. <laughs> and uh, these, uh, like I say, because things are starting to open up a bit. Yeah. Touch wood. Yeah. Um, these are, uh, I, I think, going to be stuff which might be relevant for people moving forward. So we look forward to that. Jolie says bike. Thank you. Yes. Also yep, a bike. bike yeah. Very good. Transportation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We look very much forward to seeing you for that. <laughs> So join us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash InFocus Technology to see the recording of this show and all of the other shows and various videos that we have created over the years. And uh, with that being said, thank you all for joining us this time. And we look forward to seeing you in two weeks. Bye, all. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. 
If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash tech talk live.